0: Welcome to Minds of Majesty, where we believe a mind is a terrible thing to waste. I'm your host, Michael Freeman, and today's topic is a question. Got faith? See, according to your faith, be it done unto you. Everything we experience in this life is a direct result of the beliefs we maintain. Whether it be good or bad, luck or misfortune success or failure belief or faith governs every aspect of our lives oftentimes without our awareness and without our knowledge consider the following have you ever wondered why some people seem to prosper in all their endeavors while others tend to be met with one disappointment after another i sure have the observation of this mysterious phenomenon has led me into a more in-depth study of how our core belief systems are, one, form, and secondly, how they impact, influence, and control our objective experience. The origin of our core beliefs. Beliefs are simply formed by the repetition of thoughts we give our attention to. Doubtless to say that these thoughts and the formation of beliefs came through the medium of our parents, siblings, teachers, Mentors, ministers, and sometimes from our own thinking. But to be fair, many of our core beliefs have been shaped by the habitual thoughts given to us from others during our most impressionable years. Where are our beliefs planted? Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23 states Guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Generally speaking, people have thought that beliefs are intellectual. Are merely on a conscious level. However, there's another plane of the human mind where a host of our beliefs, convictions, and programming resides and governs 95% of our habitual behavior. And unbeknownst to most, it is here that the greater portion of what we produce in life stems from. So let me say something briefly about the conscious versus the subconscious mind. The mind is made of two distinct but extremely important compartments. Both aspects may act independently of the other or together. The conscious mind acts as the protector to the subconscious mind. Its primary purpose is to analyze, reason, and to filter the thought impressions given to the subconscious mind. It functions as the guardian angel, so to speak, of the subjective mind. Now, The subconscious mind can be likened unto a fertile garden that's prepared to receive and or accept any seed, that is, thought impressions allowed through by the conscious mind, that the conscious mind consciously or unconsciously plants through the maintenance of certain thoughts, ideas, or plans habitually held in the mind. Subconscious mind does not argue, neither discern the thoughts or seeds being planted by the gardener of the conscious mind. Just as a natural garden will receive and bring forth any crop of its kind based on the seeds planted, so does the subconscious mind the same. Here's where we begin to understand how our core beliefs, often hidden from plain view within the rim of the subconscious mind, can go undetected. But we often still witness its effects through the fruits, that is actions, success, and failures that we produce in our lives. When a thought is stated repeatedly, over and over again, consequently, the effect is that the thought finds a lodging place within the subconscious mind, which again lacks the ability to discern between right and wrong, true or false, real or imaginative, and ultimately seeks expression by the most practical means necessary in thought or deed. Plainly stated, whatever is impressed upon the subconscious mind will eventually manifest itself on the screen of space and time in your life. As the Old Baptist says, as below, so above. The Bible is filled with examples of individuals who receive healings as a result of their faith. There was a woman in the scriptures said to have been plagued with an issue of blood for 12 long years. Mark chapter five, verse 25 through 34. She said within herself, if I could but touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made whole. Now the Bible isn't clear as to the amount of time she repeated this mantra or affirmation to herself or how long she meditated upon this thought within her heart. However, Be assured that as she began to hear of his wondrous healing power and continue to affirm its potential to provide the cure to her hopeless case through repetition of thought and words, in that instant, she began to plant the seed of faith into the fertile soil of her subconscious mind, thus forming a belief, a conviction, and posture of faith sufficient to meet her need. In fact, I would venture to say that she literally saw herself in her mind's eye being healed of this ailment upon touching the hem of his garment. When faith and opportunity kiss, a miracle manifested according to her core belief. Listen to the master after feeling the virtue pouring forth from its essence. And I quote, daughter, thy faith have made thee whole, unquote. Thank God for his abundant grace. So how is faith produced? Romans 10:17 tells us, and it says, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Simply put, say what God says. It's that simple. You can increase your faith and rid yourself from any weeds of doubt inadvertently planted within the rich soil of your heart, that is your subconscious mind, through the power of your words. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. See, we have the power to replace limiting beliefs by repetitiously affirming the positive through speaking faith-filled words and maintaining thoughts upon the object of our desire. Listen, change your core belief system and change your life. By your faith, you can move mountains or by your faith, you can create them. You decide. In closing, faith is the eternal elixir, which gives life, power and action to the impulse of thoughts. Napoleon Hill. Once again, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for tuning in to Minds of Majesty, where we believe that a mind is a terrible thing to waste. God bless you.